Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And y'all, we are in for it this episode. Yes. We watched Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge. Okay, I was just thinking about this last night. Why would they name it that? They just gave away the whole fucking plot. I was gonna say that. Okay, so, like I said, I didn't watch any of the Halloween Towns until, like, I was a full-grown adult. So I always saw, like, the the um, commercials for it. And they're like, oh, look, coming up next, Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge. So I watched Halloween Town 1, and I'm like, wait, that's fucking Calabar. Like, he's evil. <laughs> I already know this. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I don't remember the first time watching this, but I was like, oh, I mean, even dumb kids would be able to make that, like, <laughs> association what did they wait to spoil it <laughs> yeah so this came out october 12th 2001 right before halloween very fun spooky. spooky and nice um i do not have anything about anyone new except so like all the actors are like mostly the same but um and then like all the new actors they're not significant in any way except for the fact that marnie and cal are dating in real life Mm-hmm. They're together. Yeah, so I looked up, I have the whole story, because I looked up, she did an interview with Bustle.com. They have a YouTube channel. Well, she has yeah, a YouTube channel. Yeah, she has a YouTube channel. Um, she said that they, like, followed each other on social media throughout the years, and then she was, like, doing comedy with, like, Second City, I don't know if she still is with Second City, and she was, like, doing this, like, series of, like, Halloween Town, like, where are they now or whatever. So she asked him to, like, come and, like, be Cal for a video, and it just grew from there. Oh, and man. apparently people on social media tell her, like, girl, watch your spell book. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming for it. I knew that they were together, but I didn't know how they got together. I always just assumed that they had, like, gotten together after the <laughs> Never movie. Never <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they reconciled after the movie. <laughs> Uh, do you have any any fun facts? Um, I don't. We went over this in the first Halloween Town, like yeah, Elizabeth pretty much said. the entire cast is the same. Yeah, but Mom was in Seventh Heaven. I said that last time, but I <laughs> must repeat it. Okay, so let's let's begin. Um, so it starts off with Marnie, uh, homegirl Marnie, narrating. Uh, she said she basically recaps the first movie. Yeah. Um, this movie starts two years since uh, the last movie ended. Yeah, and. Since that was they were together and defeated Calabar. Yeah, that was also the last time she went to Halloween Town. So they've all been in the mortal world ever since. Um, Grandma included. And yes. she lives with them. Grandma decided to leave Hallow her cottage in Halloween Town and live with uh, the, the mom and the kids. Um, but right now it's Halloween night again, which uh, is the only night that they can pass freely between Halloween Town and the mortal world. Um, and Marnie wonders to herself if Halloween Town has changed, because Grandma says it's always changing, but nothing has changed at our house. Ma and Grandma are still fighting as much as ever. Yeah, so Marnie's typing on this computer. I don't understand what's <laughs> She's going on. She's IMing her friend. You I didn't, didn't see that? It's talking back to her? Well, yeah, her computer can talk, I guess, but she's IMing her friend. Yeah, well, I guess I thought she was IMing, but then the... I don't know. I didn't understand. The computer would, like, read messages back to her. But as she's, like, I aming her friend, we see this, like, transparent face, like, appear on her wall. And he, like, kind of looks. And she turns around. Like, she, like, feels like something's going on. But the face disappears before she can see it. Mm -hmm. So she, like, goes back to her IM or whatever. Yeah, so we learned that um, downstairs the Cromwells are hosting a Halloween party for the neighborhood. Which is fun because last time we saw them on Halloween, Mom said no, no celebrations, none of that. Yeah, so Grandma came and shook things up because she's got this, like, little, like, Mary Poppins bag. Yeah. And she's just, like, pulling out, like, 
uh, witch costumes for the children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just to, like, get None them. of these children's parents are anywhere to be seen. No. <laughs> also, why are these kids not trick-or-treating? Yeah, I don't know why these kids aren't trick-or-treating on Halloween. Like, I get Halloween parties, but, like, don't you normally go trick-or-treating either, like, before or after? Yeah, uh, I I would go to this neighborhood where, like, every, well, I guess this is, like, normal for, um, like, public schools, but I did not go to a public school. It's, like, every single kid in, uh, lived in my neighborhood, uh, sorry, every single kid that went to my school lived in this neighborhood, so, like, Halloween in this neighborhood was, like, lit and then um i don't always go over to my friend's house and her neighbors across the street would always have like a halloween party so we'd like go trick-or-treating at my neighborhood which was fucking dumb and we'd go over to her neighborhood and we'd like trick-or-treat and kind of like go like in and out of the party whenever we were done we'd just like stay like there like with the party i don't know i don't even think we went inside <laughs> it was all outside <laughs> yeah i mean i've been to halloween parties before and stuff but they were normally not on like actual halloween we also my school did a trunk or treat those were Ooh, very fun back in the loved day. Loved that. <laughs> yeah. We also, actually, I guess it's a little later. We'll wait for that. But yeah, the kids are having a good time. They're bobbing for apples. Uh, upstairs, Marnie quickly changes into a witch costume and comes downstairs. Um, Grandma just, like, suggests taking the kids on a broom ride. Throughout the house. <laughs> yeah. And Marnie's like, uh, no. I don't think we can do that, Grandma. And Grandma's like, oh, your mom spoils everything. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so- yeah, so Mom walks up, and Grandma's, uh, and she immediately says that Grandma is turning the kids against her. <laughs> yeah, and so Sophie and Marnie look at each other, and they're like, okay, you take Mom, I'll take Grandma. Yeah, Grandma gets angry, and she says, you can reject your heritage, referring to Mom not wanting to be a witch, but someone has to take my head, my place as head of the Cromwell line, and that is Marnie. Mm-hmm. Um... So, Grandma goes to her room, and her room, she has this big crystal ball, and she's watching Halloween Town on her crystal ball, and she sees her friend Astrid ask Gort for some money for the local schools, and Gort says, I don't donate to charity, and she's laughing, and Sophie kind of comes in at this point. Yeah, Sophie says, that's Gort, the one who steals socks, and Grandma <laughs> says, he doesn't steal them. Everything that gets lost in the universe ends up in Gort's front yard, and he's not willing to part with any of it. Um, and then we see Benny, good old Benny, the skeleton cab driver. Um, and Sophie's like, why don't you go back to Halloween Town tonight? Because you can see all your friends. And Grandma's like, well, you know, after a year of going back, a uh, few hours is harder than not going back at all. Because if she goes back, then she'll want to stay. Mm-hmm. And the time between Halloween Town and the mortal realm is very different. They mentioned that last time, but I kind of forgot about it. I also forgot that, like... Uh, Halloween is the only night that the portal is open. That's yeah, a big plot one, point. One year in on in the mortal world is 100 years in Halloween Town. Um, and so Grandma says, oh, I'll just wait until next Halloween to visit my friends, because that's when Marnie is going to come live with me for a year um, to do her, her witch training and become head of the Cromwells. And Grandma's like, you know, like, she has to choose between the two worlds. It's a common theme that we see. Yeah. She has to choose between the mortal world and the witch and the Halloween Town. Um, so Sophie just, like, kind of stops for a second. Yeah. And she, like, turns around. She's like, someone's here. Yeah. It's someone from Halloween Town, but they don't know who. And Grandma's like, oh, like, I, I didn't invite any friends. Like, I wonder who it is. But it's also kind of like a, like, evil kind of presence. Well, yeah. It's, like, one of those feelings. I, I think this is also, like, a parallel to the first movie. I'm pretty sure she I says the Sophie same did, thing. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so then they walk out. Uh, Grandma makes her door disappear, so it's a magic room that she has that no one else is allowed in. Well, uh, Sophie tells her to hide the door, because yeah. Mom, <laughs> it's like a big, like, it looks like a door to a castle, so yeah. Mom does not want that just hanging out in the hallway. Uh, so downstairs, Marnie walks in the kitchen to Mom. Uh, Marnie explains, she's like, hey, I'm not against you, but, you know, I can't not be a witch. Like, I'm just trying to make you both happy. Yeah, she's like, I want to be a witch. I get that you don't, but you can't, like, keep me from that. Yeah. And Mom's like, ew, magic is horrible because nothing's worth anything if you can just make it appear. I don't want that for you. Well, Mom is just trying to say that, like, she wants Marnie to be able to do things in the mortal realm, too, because yeah. you never know. And again, Mom says that she has to decide the mortal world or Halloween town. And this is when a boy walks into the kitchen. Oh, yeah. He he walks in and he's like, oh, I found them. So at yeah. first you're like, oh, they, like, know them. But no. No. <laughs> they just assume. <laughs> yeah, they just somehow know that it's their house. And so. Yeah, so he goes, hey, Dad, over here. Uh, and they introduce themselves as Cal and Alex. Uh, the new neighbors, they both immediately flirt with Marnie and Mom. Which is weird because they're a father and son. Another recurring theme in this movie. <laughs> um, and there's no one else in the family. Uh, they explain that they just moved in that night on Halloween night. Not during the day. And they invited themselves to this party. And instead of unpacking, they decided to go to this Halloween party down the street. Yeah, they don't give any explanation. But and they're just kind of like, oh, okay, makes sense. Yeah, but both Mom and Marnie think that these guys are cute. They're both kind of, like, checking them out, Yeah, like, while up. Mom and Alex talk, Cal, his name's Cal, mm-hmm. Cal and Marnie just, like, stare at each other for a good ten oh seconds. Oh, like, yeah, this fucking scene, it was so unnecessary. And so Cal is like, oh, if all witches were as pretty as you, they'd have a better reputation. <laughs> and at first Marnie's like, how does he know I'm a witch? But then she's like, oh, my costume, of course. But Marnie is an unimpressed um, at first, and then she's like, oh, like, he's cute. And then out of nowhere, her friend who's dressed as a vampire comes and hisses in her face. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Did it scare you? It gave me a, li- a little jump scare. <laughs> I, I was not expecting it. Yeah, she's the one who breaks up them just, like, staring she's at like, each other. Yeah, yeah, and she's like, oh, that's my friend. <laughs> yeah, and Cal's like, can I have a tour of your house? Yeah, <laughs> who does that? Marty's like, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. So she um, like starts showing him around. Uh, we see uh, for a moment we cut to Dylan and he's talking to Cindy, who is the vampire friend, and he obviously has a crush on her. And he tries to like slyly ask her to the Halloween ta- the Halloween dance that's tonight. It's a costume party at the high school. Yeah, which apparently first. Of- <laughs> the- Sorry, my my dog was about to. <laughs> <laughs> the dance goes until midnight. I don't think that's accurate. Also, they also talked about how, like, oh, a seventh grader here, blah, 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 blah. Like, a seventh grader at the dance until midnight? A school functioning event? It also, I don't think it starts until, like, 9 p.m. That, I don't know, y'all. That did not happen at our high school. Our school dances are over (laughs) by 10. Yeah, I was thinking, I was like, when did prom end? Like, oh, I I blocked out prom. (laughs) Yeah, anyway, he tries to ask her to the dance, and she is, like, first coming up with excuses, like, well, you're not wearing a costume, and, like, you don't even like Halloween. Yeah, well, and then she says, you're not wearing a costume, and he's like, well, I don't really like Halloween. Yeah, and she's like, then why would you go? And then she's like, anyway, I wouldn't go with you anyway. Yeah, and then she, and then she just happens to mention that most disgusting costume wins a prize after the unmasking at midnight so I guess everyone takes off the masks that they're wearing and 
the most disgusting one one surprise? I don't know. Yeah, they don't explain that, but... So, Marty decides to show Cal her bedroom. Yeah, Marty... Excuse me! Marty is 15 years old. This is a little suggestive, alone in her room with this random boy. And then, this motherfucker... Oh, this made me angry. (laughs) This motherfucker goes, your room doesn't look like you. (laughs) Bitch, you have known her for 20 seconds! Also, he's like... You're more unconventional, and your room is so ordinary. Also- What the fuck?! (laughs) Just, like, don't criticize girls for what they do and what they like. Yeah, and so that makes Marnie insecure, and she's like, oh, do you want to see my grandma's room? She's like, I gotta prove to him that I'm cool, because she's like, oh, he's cute, and he's, like, flirting with me. Marnie, you don't gotta prove shit! Yeah, so as they're, like, walking out of the, out of Marnie's room, she, like, makes the door appear, and she's trying to be sly about it. He's like, was that there before? And she's like, oh, yeah, of course, come inside. So they go inside the room, and Cal is like, oh, this is stuff is so cool. Look at all this, like, witch stuff. Yeah, she's like, oh, my grandma loves witch stories. She thinks they're underrepresented. And then Marnie tells, like, starts telling him all these things about witch lore. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, or a warlock. You know, those are male witches. Yeah, and at that, Marnie's like, oh my god, you know something about you witches? Wow. Uh, Marnie says that grandma, yeah, she feels witches are misunderstood, so she teaches her grandchildren about them. Um, so then Cal notices uh, this big-ass book of spells on the desk, mm-hmm. and Marnie's like, um, <laughs> excuse me, do not touch that. Uh, and she, like, gets, like, visibly nervous. Yeah, well, she, like, steps in front of it to make sure that he can't, like, touch it or anything. And Cal's like, oh, well, you said it's just pretend. Like, why does it matter? And she's like, well, this is my grandma's stuff, and we're not even supposed to be in here. So, you know, and then Cal is like, oh, no, 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 it's fine. Like, it's totally fine. No big deal. Let's head out. Let's go get some ice cream downstairs. So then Marnie leads the room first! Marnie, you fool! (laughs) And, and so yeah. as she does that, as she's turned around, Cal just, like, waves his hand, and the book shrinks, and he grabs it right up. And puts it in his pocket. So Cal's dad, Alex, is serving ice cream, and then Cal just, like, randomly asks if they should crash the Halloween party at school. Well, he goes downstairs, and he's like, Dad, I'm leaving. And then Cal, who's been in town for 20 minutes, says, Oh, there's a Halloween, there's a costume party at the Hall- at the high school and then he and Marnie are just like, yeah, we should go together. Well, yeah, he's like, oh, like, let's crash. And Marnie's like, well, I'm a student there, so if we go together, we wouldn't have to crash. Yeah. So she's just going to the dance with this random stranger, which her mom, knowing her mom, would not be okay with. Right. On it. Anyway. And then at this point, Cal does a little turnaround, and he, like, grabs this rose that seemingly appears out of nowhere, and he says, meeting you is everything I hoped it would be. Red fucking flag! I said the symbolism, because, oof, we know what's gonna happen. Well, I know what's gonna happen. Uh, and, like, we briefly see Grandma and Sophie, like, pop out behind Marnie. They've been looking for, like, someone from Halloween Town at this party, because mm-hmm. they see, like, I don't see anyone. Like, I, I wonder who it was. Right. Uh, and then outside, we see Cal recite a spell at the Halloween Town bus stop, and then he walks through a portal. So, y'all, we fucking know. Cal is a witch. Cal is fucking evil. This is in the first ten minutes of the movie. Yeah, th- I said that. This movie is so fast-paced. It was 20 minutes in, and I was already just, like, attached to everything going. <laughs> going on uh so then we cut back to the party sophie is pulling toys out of grandma's mary poppins bag for the kids um and then she tries to pull again but it's empty yeah there's like one kid who doesn't get a toy (laughs) yeah grandma's like it's it's never like been empty you know that Mm -hmm. like 
not, not even by magic, but she looks in and nothing's in there. And Grandma's like, that's impossible. Um, so Grandma, like, shakes the bag, like, trying to, like, see anything. Yeah, and Grandma says that the bag is connected to her home back in Halloween Town, so it should be working. And she's like, oh, well, maybe I should just pop over to Halloween Town tonight just to make sure everything's okay. So Marnie says that Mom said that they can't go to Halloween Town, but Grandma's like, you know, I have this under control. I'll talk to she's Mom. She's like, I just need your help with a technical problem. Like, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. So, uh, Mom is talking to Alex while this happens. I'm pretty sure they're talking about the color green again, because Alex is very entranced by the color green. Yeah, so, uh, Grandma goes up, and she's just like, hey, like, we're gonna go to Halloween Town. And Mom basically lets Marnie go. Well, she's but... like, we're gonna head out for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. She lets Marnie go, but she makes Sophie stay. She tells her to go to bed, which I don't know what time it is, but... It's like 8 o'clock. Yeah. Sophie's like 10. Yeah, I don't know why they're telling her to go to bed. Uh, yeah, so Grandma gives Dylan these, like, magic phones that she invented that Headphones. Can, uh, headphones. Uh-huh. That can, um, go between Halloween Town and the mortal world. Yeah, they're like these little skeleton heads, and you just, like, talk into them. Kind of like walkie-talkies. Yeah, so they're basically just, like, walkie-talkies, and they have to be back in an hour because Marnie has a date at uh. 9 p.m. Uh, and that's when they show, like, Cal's evil face briefly. <laughs> yeah, so Marnie and Grandma go to the bus stop, but they don't see the sign, and Grandma's just like, oh, you know, they probably forgot to put it out. This is only once a year, no big deal. So they use a spell to get a portal, and then above the portal they see this, like, countdown, and it tells them that there's four hours till midnight, because, like we previously said, you, like, once the portal closes, you can't get back till Halloween again. Right, so, uh, back at the house, um, Alex tells Mom that she has beautiful eyes and asks her to the costume party, and Mom is like, the costume party is for children at the (laughs) high school, and again, this stranger who just moved into town tonight says, they need chaperones. Yeah, and Mom doesn't like Halloween, period, but she's like, okay, well, I guess we can go. He's like, oh, but I don't have a costume. And he says, oh, we'll find something in Cal's stuff. He's got costumes on hand. Yeah. He's probably a theater kid. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> Alex runs out, uh, and he runs into Dylan. And as that happens, he starts croaking. And then Dylan, like, does something else. He looks down, and he sees a frog on the floor. And he's like, hmm, that's weird. Strange. Uh, so back in Halloween Town, Grandma and Marty walk through the portal, but they don't see Halloween Town for how they remember. Yeah, everything is, like, black and white, like, it's gray, except for them. And so they're, like, yeah, like the going big, around, trying to talk to people. The big jack-o'-lantern is missing. Grandma finds Astrid, who we saw in her crystal ball. Well, she doesn't recognize her because she's so, like, black and white and so not herself. And she's, like, monotone. She's, like, I'm oh, Astrid. I'm gonna do my tax. That's not what she says. But <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I remember that. That used to be in the commercial. She'd be, like, I'm Astrid. Yeah, and she's wearing these, like, cute little shoes, but as but then we as they're talking them. to her, they turn into these plain, like, Mary Jane shoes. Yeah, and then someone bumps into them, and we realize that it's Luke from the last movie, but he's in his hot, rude form from yeah. when he was working with Calabar. He's no longer a goblin. What's going on? Yeah, um, and then Grandma says someone, I think someone put a spell on Halloween Town that turns them into gray, boring humans, or otherwise the caricature of humans known in Halloween Town. So, like, people, like, dress up and over-exaggerate monsters in the mortal world. People do that with humans, mm-hmm. but, like, ordinary and boring. 
Right. And so at this point, we learn that to undo spells, all you have to do is say the spell backwards. So grandma takes her headphone and she calls Dylan and she's like, hey, can you go get the spell book? I need to check something out. Yeah. She recognized the spell from her own spell book. Yeah. So Dylan reluctantly goes to the to, to grandma's, grandma's room. room and he realizes that the spell book is gone. Sophie's with him too. And grandma's like, well, someone must have took it. And so... And they're like, yeah, Grandma's like, have, have were any of you in there, like, since we went down to the party? Mm-hmm. And Marnie goes, yeah, I took a boy in there. But he's really nice. Yeah, well, they're all like, no, it wasn't me. And then Marnie's like, oh, well, you know, me and this guy that I just met tonight were in there. But yeah, she's like, no, he's innocent. He wouldn't have taken it. And, and so, Grandma's like, bitch, are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> And so, yeah, Sophie's like, well, he must have been the one to steal it, because obviously you didn't. Yeah, Sophie's like, he was probably the one that I felt coming through the portal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Mom and Grandma try to open the portal again to find Cal in the mortal world, but they can't open. And they realize that Cal had lured them to Halloween Town as a trap. Yeah, because at this point, we hear his voice, like, echoing. And they're like, Cal, it's you? And they go to where the jack-o'-lantern is supposed to be, and it's all, like, covered in bricks. It's like a brick square. Yeah, and his face is it's doing just, that, like, transparent thing on the bricks just, again. His face just, like, appears in the brick wall, and it's so bad. Yeah. And so... Yeah, he confirms his evil plan. He's yeah, like, and Marnie's yeah, that's like... that's what I did. Marnie's like, you used me. I thought you liked me. And then Cal's like, no, I just wanted to hurt your feelings. Teehee. Yeah, and this is when Marnie remembers... Um, she makes a correlation between the rose that Cal gave to her and the rose in the first movie that Calabar gave to Mom whenever they first met Calabar. Yeah. And now they realize that Cal... It's Calabar's son. I said, very Tom Riddle. Very much so. Yeah, and Cal goes, yeah, and I guess I inherited my father's attraction to Cromwell witches. Exactly! Ew! No! Fuck! Also, at this point, they (laughs) they mention how the Cromwells destroyed his father. So, like, did they kill Calabar? Like, Calabar's dead. I kind of understand his anger now because they did kill his father. Yeah. Yeah, he, like, explains everything. He's like, Calabar didn't want anyone to know he had a son. Um, He believed that his father was the only one that stood in the way of the Cromwell domination of Halloween Town. And Grandpa's like, bitch, we're just powerful. We ain't trying to dominate anyone. Well, yeah, and but Cal brings up the fact that they are the reason that uh, there's two different dimensions now. He's like, you've banished us here in Halloween Town. Yeah, and again, Grandma's like, um, it was a democratic vote. Yeah, she was like, <laughs> we voted for that so that we could all live in peace. But Cal is continuing to get angry, and Marnie's like, oh, is this because we destroyed your dad? This is like revenge. Like, oh, so sad. Yeah, and then Cal's <laughs> like, uh, but hey, Marnie, we can still kick it if you want. Yeah, like, if you choose me and just, just forsake your family and like hang out like some evil magic cute yeah but cal's like well just wait for the finale tonight something's going on in the mortal world marnie never once is like yes i want this yeah (laughs) which i really because like sometimes whenever like that sort of storyline thing thing happens there's always like that one moment where the protagonist is like hmm but what if well no marnie is just she knows knows she knows wrong right from wrong she knows her worth she doesn't need cal she'll find somebody else Right. So, uh, Cal disappears, and Marnie is starting to blame herself. She apologizes, but Grandma is very understanding. She's like, you know what? We can't change what happened. Let's just move forward and figure out a plan. Yeah, so they call a cab to go back to Grandma's house so they can find a way to break the spell. 
And when they call a cab, Benny is the cab driver, you know, but he has skin again. He's not just a skeleton. He's a human, and he's going super slow. Oh, and Luke is with them, too, because yeah. they couldn't just let him wander for some reason. Yeah, so Grandma Marnie and Luke arrive at Grandma's house, um, but the gray spell already got to Grandma's house, so we don't know where Well, the, it's is. weird, because the outside is still in color, so it yeah. seems like it hasn't, but whenever they go inside, everything is black and white, white again. Yeah, Grandma has this extra copy of a spell book somewhere in the house, but she just doesn't know where. So then there's this really long montage of them looking around the house. Well, and we also learned that Cal broke the code of Merlin because it forbids stealing spells from another. And so if he would do that, like, he doesn't have any morals is basically what they're saying. So while they're looking, Marnie's, like, starts to get frustrated and she's like, we have to do this. We have to, like, find it. And then all of a sudden while she's talking, Luke magically appears back to his normal goblin self. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, because at this point, Grandma's, like, taking a seat. She's, like, kind of starting to give up. She's like, I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah, so Luke is back in color again. He's, like, back to his goblin self. And Grandma's just like, oh, well, maybe the spell's just temporary. Yeah. And Marnie's like, oh, we'll just wait for it to wear off. But Grandma's like, mm, that's going to take too long. <laughs> yeah, and so they're like, well, we can't find the book, but that must mean that it's lost, so we know where to go. So we know where it is. So they decide to go to Gort's house. Benny slowly drives them to Gort's house. Uh, we cut back to the mortal realm again. Mom, Sophie, and Dylan... Um, Sophie and Dylan are, like, trying to explain what happened oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. Mom. They're at the like, dance. Like, the missing spell book. And, mm-hmm. uh, but Mom doesn't believe that magic is the reason for all of our troubles. Right. Um, Alex walks in in a frog costume and brings this mask in for Mom from the costume party. And Mom is like, oh, I agreed to go to this costume party, but I have to supervise my daughter well she didn't mom assumed that dylan would be home anyway because yeah. dylan was like oh i'm gonna go and then mom's like oh you are and dylan's like all right i guess you can go you're the one who has a date i don't so dylan agrees to stay home with sophie and then mom's like oh well i guess we can go yeah so um back in halloween town grandma marnie and luke walk up to gort's house uh there's no junk in the yard because of the spell Gort opens the door, and he looks like a, like, normal, boring businessman. Mm-hmm. Um, they ask about the book, but the spell book is not there, because they walk into his house, and, like, everything's gone. Yeah. He said that he had a, a yard sale, and he sold, like, all of his stuff. So they try and ask him specifically about the spell book, but again, he doesn't answer. Oh, he's busy trying to match socks. I remember this scene so vividly (laughs) from being a child. I don't know why, but it just, like, scared me because I knew that that's not what they were supposed to be doing. And, like, there's this big (laughs) thing happening, and then Gord's just, like, trying to match socks that don't even have a match. That sounds like my personal hell. So I did not. I'm so surprised you have anxiety now. (laughs) I did not like that as a child. Yeah, and so as they're there, Grandma's hands start turning gray. So this is not good. The door will not open, and we find out that they are stuck in Gort's house now. Yeah, the spell is draining Grandma's power, so she's not as powerful as she was. And, of course, Cal shows back up. He's in the fire this time. His face is, like, in the fire, like, serious black. (laughs) Yeah, and he's been spying again. Cal asks again about the Halloween party, and then he basically threatens Mom, and he's like, oh, well, your mom's there, and, you know, I have something big planned. We learned that Cal knew about the spellbook copy all along, mm-hmm. and he, like, came to the mortal world and took uh, Grandma's uh, first spellbook to just, like, mess with them and... Yeah, just to fuck them over just, even yeah, more. Like, this bit. has been, like, long game. 
And so Cal, again, starts talking about his and Marnie's future together. And Marnie says, I'm in control of my own future, and it doesn't include you. That's That's right, Marnie. That's right. Uh, So Grandma Grandma now knows that Cal is going to use the creature spell, which was a banned spell that turned humans into the creatures that they were mocking, a.k.a. they were dressed as. Mm -hmm. Um, And we learned that he's going to use it on the mortal world at midnight at the costume party. Right. Uh, so Dylan and Sophie are at home. Uh, Sophie is reading about a golem. She's reading the Halloween Town book that Grandma bought, brought them last movie. Yeah, we learned that these are creatures made from natural elements that do whatever their master tells them. And she says, I think Alex is a golem made of frogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she tries to convince Dylan to save Mom. Um, and Dylan, at first, is just like a little fucking bitch, I just like last movie he's he just i don't know i don't know what his problem is he doesn't want to like be uncool but he's already uncool i don't know he just doesn't want to put himself out there yeah so sophie's like trying to convince dylan like mom is in danger and he's like trying to ignore her ignore her but sophie's like you know you're cromwell like i know you feel this too like yeah and so dylan agrees um and but he needs a costume so, so yeah, they have a skeleton that's there as decoration, wearing a sombrero and a poncho. So, that's Dylan's Yikes. costume. Yeah, it was 2001. Uh, so, back at Gort's, uh, Marnie tries to come up with a way to get out while Grandma is continuing to turn gray. Yeah, and she says maybe they can come up with a new spell. They need to find a loophole or a backdoor. And so, Marnie wonders if spells have backdoors. And she says maybe they could go somewhere that wasn't outside because they're stuck inside. Yeah, the spell specifically keeps them from going outside. Um, so she asked, uh, like, Grandma's, like, barely conscious at this point. Like, not, like, like, conscious of, like, her own... She's just slowly turning gray, and so all of, like, her actual grandma-ness is leaving. Yeah, so she asked Grandma to write down this time travel spell. Um, and Grandma writes it down before she completely turns, and they have to leave her behind. Yeah, and that's when she's, like, matching socks with Gort, and again, that was just, like, I was like, Grandma, we need you, and now you're gone. So. Yeah, so Marnie tries the spell, uh, but her and Luke only travel back to five minutes ago, so they try again, and then they go back to caveman time. Yeah, it's the spell is in Welsh. Marnie does not know Welsh. She hasn't really started <laughs> yeah. her witch training yet. Uh, so then they try it one more time, and Marnie finds herself alone in Gort's clean house. Uh, and Cal is there. So, like, while Marnie, I guess, was, like, trying out these spells, Cal, like, took her out and put her in this space with him. Mm-hmm. And just, again, just to, like, fuck her over. Yeah. Uh, so then he leaves, and Marnie is angry, and she tries the spell again, and finally she gets uh, back with Luke in Gort's dirty house. Um, and then regular Gort walks in, like, what are you doing in my house? Yeah, and he's, like, this really angry man, and so Marty's trying to be like, oh, well, Aggie sent me, like, I'm here for a reason, and he's like, well, I don't like Aggie, I don't like anyone. So then she tries to insult him as a way to compliment him, because he's so mean, he might like that, and he's like, I don't like compliments. Yeah, so then Marnie scares him by saying, we are here to stop you from losing all of your junk and your house becoming clean and you becoming a human. And he's like, well, I can't fucking let that happen. (laughs) Yeah. So they're looking around for his spell book. Yeah. Uh, We briefly cut to Sophie flying Dylan on a broom to the dance. It doesn't really make a difference. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so then Marnie, Luke, and Gort are looking for the spell book, but they can't find it. 
Luke wonders if they went too far back in time and, like, maybe Grandma still has it at this point because they don't really know, like, what time they're in. Yeah. Uh, Gort starts describing the book. He's like, wait, is it this spell book that looks like this and this? Mm-hmm. And he says, oh, Calabar bought it 50 years ago. And this is when Marnie realized that Cal always had the second copy and it took the original to stop Marnie from undoing the gray spell. And at this point, she just feels so hopeless. Yeah. So we cut back to the Halloween the Halloween party and Sophie and Dylan are looking for mom. Uh, they find mom and she asks what they're doing there because they're supposed to be at home. And they're like, hey, we need to talk to you. So they get Alex to leave. They tell mom that Cal, that Cal is Calabar's son. And mom's like, well, if Cal is Calabar's son, then who is Alex? So, so- Sophie tries to explain that they think he's a golem of frogs. And uh, mom doesn't seem impressed. But we cut back to Gord's. Luke says that, um, oh, that the, the spell stopped whenever Marnie said something. And Marnie was like... like it's probably that she unknowingly said something that yeah. did it. Like, it hasn't worn off on anyone else. It was just while Marnie was talking, it undid something. So it had to be something that she did, because it didn't wear off on anyone else. Yeah, so they're retracing her words, trying to figure out what it was. Because maybe it was just a simple word that she said backwards, because that's what undo, undo spells, undoes spells. Um, yeah, so they go back and, like, she tries to remember what she was saying. She was saying something to get us out of this trap, a spell or a charm. Mm-hmm. So they realize they're trying to figure out, like, what a spell would sound like. And they're, and Luke is like, are all spells, like, super long and a different language? Could it just be uh, Luke writes it down and he notices that get us out of this trap, uh, he circles it is apart backwards. Yeah, and Marnie's like, I don't know about that. And Luke's like, just fucking try it. Yeah. <laughs> so Marnie points at Gort and is like, apart. And then Gort, or, yeah, apart. Yeah. And he becomes his, like, gray, black and white self. So he, she does Trappa, he goes back, and then they do this, like, three more times just for shits and gigs. And Gort's yeah. like, can you There's not? 15 minutes before the portal closes. Yeah, yeah. But... They lost the time travel spell. Yeah, and so they're like, oh, well, do you remember it? Marnie's like, no, I don't fucking know Welsh. And they're like, well, just try it out. Just see what happens. Yeah, they're like, we lost it here in the place where things are lost. And Gort's like, if it's lost here, it's gone for fucking ever. Yeah, because apparently that's how it works. So, yeah, so back, at the, yeah, back yeah. at the dance, uh, Mom is yelling at Sophie and Dylan. So Sophie tries to bait Alex. <laughs> yeah, she's like, you know, I saw that there was a seventh grader around here, and they were dressed like a fly. And he's like, a fly and she's like yeah I can describe it to you she starts talking about it and then she even makes like a little fly like appear in front of him and when she does that his tongue sticks out like a frog and they're like oh shit he is a frog yeah so mom fully believes them now she gets so fucking pissed she starts doing magic on him yeah she just turns him into like <laughs> she turns a pile him back of frogs. to his original form which was a pile of frogs uh, on the middle of the dance floor and no yes. one sees this no one questions it at all Dylan tells mom, grandma, and Dylan tells mom that grandma and Marnie couldn't get back through the portal, so mom tries to contact Marnie, mom tries to contact Marnie through the headphone, but they said that she's 400 years in the past. Yeah. Uh, so Marnie is still, like, she's, like, trying to say things that, like, might be the time travel spell. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gort, Gort (laughs) was sitting there for, like, 10 fucking minutes, like, listening to Marnie, like, babble gibberish. And trying like, to get the time travel. And he's like, hey, you want to use my, like, time traveling timeline instead? <laughs> yeah. And and they're like, okay, yeah. They don't even <laughs> get not mad. angry. Yeah. I would be so bad. Time is running out. 
So, um, uh, we cut back to the party for a little bit. Mom, Dylan, and Sophie need to find Cal. So they split up, and Cal watches them from above, and he's holding the spell book with the creature spell pulled up. They can tell that he's there, but they can't find him. There's only 60 seconds left. (laughs) So we cut back to- Wait, 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 wait. Before this, this is when Cal casts a spell on Mom, and her mask becomes stuck to her face. Yeah. Um, so Marnie and Luke are flying through the timeline trying to get where they need to go, but they're not going to make it in time. But Marnie sees a black hole and she's like, let's just go through there and see what happens. Yeah, they land back at Gort's with, uh, Gort and Grandma where they left them trying to find matching socks. Mm-hmm. Um, Marnie casts, uh, says Trappa to bring them back. Um, and then Marnie and Grandma bring up the portal and... It's very clearly still open, and there's definitely time. Yeah, to run there's through. like 15 seconds left, and instead of just running through, Marnie tries to hold it open with her hands like a dumb bitch, and then it yeah. closes. <laughs> like I, you definitely could have just run through, like sort of like a last minute Indiana Jones type yeah. deal, but she just didn't. Yeah, it's really annoying. So. Um, it's past midnight. At the party, Cal finishes the creature spell, and, oh my god, I fucking remember this. Mom's creature. Oh my god, it's, it's so, this you, is why it scared me so fucking bad. If you saw the commercials, you would always see this. It's, like, a red-haired creature with green skin, and she has these, like, long fingers, and she, like, flicks them and in the like, air, and she, like, sticks her tongue out, and she's even doing that to her kids, so obviously they're not, like... They're, it's like, definitely ten times scarier than the mask she was wearing. Uh, yeah. I remember, like, whenever I first saw this and they, like, gave her the mask, I was like, oh, that's her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sophie and Dylan have to, like, run away from their mom and they're trying to figure out, like, what they're oh, gonna do. and this is when Cindy becomes a fucking vampire. It was fucking terrifying. Uh, she goes, I'm so thirsty. And she's like, <laughs> they also showed her in the commercials and that also fucking scared me, which is why I never watched this movie. <laughs> Didn't bother me. Uh, um, yeah, so back at the house... Grandma tries to cheer up Marnie, and she's like, we'll just wait a year to defeat Cal. And Marnie's like, I can't do that! Yeah, she's like, my family's gonna be dead by then. Yeah, so Mom calls Sophie through the headphone, and Marnie's like, you know what? We're just gonna try and open this portal ourselves. Like, someone made this portal. Who said that it could only be opened on Halloween? Right, and Grandma's like, well, I don't really think that's gonna work, but I have faith in you, Marnie. Let's try it out. Yeah, they're like, no one's magic is stronger than Cromwell magic, Mm -hmm. and they all have to believe and just make up this spell, including uh, Luke and Dylan. So yeah. they all, like, hold hands and recite this spell that they all know because they all believe. Yeah, they somehow just all know the words it's to the, it. It's the power of magic, Kelly. Yes, that's it. They <laughs> grab hands, and as they do this, they see the portal start to appear. And Cal sees this from the stage, and he's like, what's going on? Um, and as that happens, the portal opens, and Mom, Grandma, and Luke all go through the portal. They hug Sophie and Dylan, and Cal is very pissed he steps up, and he's like, what are you doing here? You can't beat me. You should try. But Marty, like, tries to reason with them. She's like, listen, we don't have to hate each other. Like, don't let your dad make your decisions for well, you. Well, and she also says, your only power was the power to keep us apart. Apart, Cal. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and she says, like, you don't have that power anymore. But besides that, like, you can make your own decisions. Like, choose to do better. And Cal's like, nah, I only want, like, you being my evil, submissive queen alongside me. So I'm gonna hold out the two, Grandma's two spell books with, like, electrical weeds surrounding them. Yeah. And then he starts to, like, mock her. He's like, mm, you want them so bad? Like, just take it. 
Yeah. But then she fucking does. <laughs> yeah, because Marnie's like, you know what? No, good will defeat evil. She so, said, I may feel sorry sorry for you, and I'd like to help you, but I'm not afraid of you. That's right, Marnie. So she it. starts reaching for the books, and there's, like, this light surrounding her because she's, like, good in this situation, you know? And she grabs the book safely, and um, then Cal, Cal screams, screams turns into a ball of, like, wire and energy, and disappears. But, yeah, and they said that, like, he's not gone forever. Like, he'll be back. Yeah. But they're uh, like, that's fine. As long as we're together, we'll be able yeah, to like, we'll, we'll just wait till we, we got some other things to take care of. Yeah. So Grandma undoes the creature spell, and no one really, re- all the humans, like, they don't really remember what happened. They're all just, like, kind of, like, wicked. Like, it's like someone, like, drugged all of them, and they're all like, what? Yeah. <laughs> they, like, went through a bad trip together. Well, also, it's past, I see, this is, again, it's past midnight, and they're all just at this dance. Like, shouldn't it be closed? So shouldn't it be s- ending? High school, Yeah. What high school is this? And middle school. There are middle schoolers there. <laughs> mom is back, um, and Marnie tells mom and grandma, she's like, hey, I don't have to choose anymore because I can now come and go as freely as I want to. Yeah, because they could just do that. So they're like, but we do need to go back to Halloween Town and undo the gray spell. And they, uh, grandma invites mom as like a kind of gesture, but mom's like, no, like this is my world. I'm going to stay. But mom's like, but the kids can come and go as they please. It's fine. Yeah. So Dylan, Sophie, and grandma marnie all of luke all go back to halloween town they're trappa-ing everything yeah so sophie starts running around like trappa-ing everyone and when i looked at the trivia for this mm-hmm. so when sophie starts to like trappa these witches and whenever they turn back into their normal forms there's two of them i didn't see the third one but there's two of them who are wearing the original dresses from hocus pocus there's one that's wearing, Ooh. there's one that's very obvious, she's wearing Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker's dress, mm-hmm. and then I saw Kathy Najimy's dress, but I did not see Winifred's dress. I looked so hard. Oh, damn. But I could not find it anywhere. So If you fun. found Winifred's dress. Wow. <laughs> I love Hope. Yeah, Parker's. I saw the purple one, and I saw the red one. Like, you, like, you can definitely see the purple one, but the, re- but the red one's kind of, like, blink and you'll miss it. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe that was it with the green one, and I just didn't notice it. Yeah. Uh, Grandma brings back the jack-o'-lantern. Everyone is back and happy. Um, and Marnie says, or Grandma's like, so tell me about the World Wide Web. Does it have spiders? Ah, ha, ha, ha. Uh, and, and Marnie's like, I'll have to teach you about that when you train me about magic. Yay. And then the movie ends. Yeah, that's it. But during the credits, there is a song that plays. Oh, yeah, I figured you were going to talk about <laughs> it. I didn't worry about it. I figured you I had did. that. Okay, so it sounds like it's from a boy band. It is not a boy band. It is from some guy named David Casper. I don't know if that is a stage name. It works very well for this movie, so it might be. But it literally, like, I'm adding this song to my Halloween playlist. <laughs> it literally sounds like it came, like, straight from the Backstreet Boys or something. It's called Witch's Brew. It was made in the year 2000, and I wrote down, like, the chorus of the song. <laughs> so it goes, I of Newt and a wing of bat and a long black whisker from a big black cat, spider legs and wolfhound fur, bring to a boil and stir, add poison ivy with a hemlock root and a thread from the collar of a vampire suit, guaranteed with your money back too, but be careful when you mess with witch's brew. It's a fucking bop, okay? <laughs> it was pretty good, yeah. This These Halloween Town movies don't have songs of their own, but that one was good for the credits. Yeah, we're not there yet to, like, whenever the stars sing their own songs for the movies. Not yet. we will definitely analyze those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that is the end of Halloween Town 2. And I will just say ahead of time, a spoiler for the other ones coming up, Halloween Town 2 is my favorite Halloween Town. I think it is the best of them. 
definitely. I gave it a four and a half out of five, and I put it at number two. Motocross is above it, and model behavior is below it. I did the same thing. I put it at four <laughs> and a half out of five, and it's at number two, but the color of friendship is above it, and Xenon 1 is below it. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing about this movie, so it was an hour and 20 minutes, which isn't that long, but it was just very, like, fast-paced, and you're, like, interested in it yeah, the like, entire time. It doesn't take a lot of time to pick up. Whenever, like, we've watched, like, some, like, the boring movies that I don't care about, like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm always checking the clock, like, oh my god, it's been two hours. So, like, this one, like, I know it took me longer than normal, but I was just, like, zooming through. Yeah, because the story <laughs> is really fun. So, yeah, it's my favorite Halloween town. And do, next week... Do you have any other favorite quotes? Oh, yeah, sorry. Mine was just the one about Marnie, the one saying, like... I make my own decisions. I don't need you. Yeah, all the ones where she snaps back. Yeah, those are mine too. Where she snaps we love back Marnie. She is independent. A feminist queen. Amazing. <laughs> so uh, next week we have Twas the Night. Got a little Christmas in June. Know that one. Yeah. So that's it. Okay, bye. Bye.